Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, May 5th, 2022. Stand up for your country. Another bad day on Wall Street for the financial markets. Um, This is a um, fear of the Biden administration. That's what we're seeing here in the markets. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. No one has any confidence in Joe Biden. Um, Any thinking person understands that this administration is a disaster so far. Far worse than Jimmy Carter or even Herbert Hoover, uh, who took over uh, and the stock market crashed. He, He wasn't responsible for that, but he was paralyzed for almost two years, didn't do anything. This is worse. Um, because Biden is basically making things worse for all of us. And when you have a president, a leader who no one that I know, even ardent liberals, progressives, they avoid the discussion. No one thinks that he's capable of solving any vexing problem because he isn't. It's as simple as that. If he were capable, he would have solved some problems already. Biden causes them. Not Congress. Congress is, is at this point irrelevant. All right. Hopefully it'll change in November and may come relevant again. But right now it's just a mishmash of people trying to save their jobs. So today in Politico, this is the uh, left wing website that broke the uh, Supreme Court leak story. So they have a story in here. Uh, that says Joe Biden is going to run again in 2024, especially if Trump runs. Throw it up on the screen. It's a key portion of their anonymous-based story, of course. Inside the White House for now, it is all systems go for 24. An official decision has not been made and may not be for some time. According to three administration officials not authorized to discuss private deliberations. Those are anonymous sources, of course. But Biden has repeatedly said he plans to seek re-election and the White House aides and Biden advisors are taking initial steps to mount a bid, believing he has a strong record and will overcome intraparty concerns about his age, unquote. Uh, Okay, so he has a strong record. Yeah. (laughs) Then why is his approval rating, job approval rating, about 38 percent. Why? If he has a strong record, why, why would the American people think that he's a uh, screw up? See, this is the kind of stuff. This is just absolute propaganda. Number one, Politico is a left leaning thing, wants Biden to maintain and Democrats to maintain power. Number two, anonymous sources. Yeah. If you're working at the White House and you call these pinheads, you can say whatever you want. They're not going to challenge you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all systems go. Because we think he's doing a great job. Yeah, on what front? If Biden were doing a great job, he'd be out on every interview show telling everybody he's doing a great job and fielding the questions. You don't see him. All right, because he knows he's not doing a good job. Well, let me amend that. Does he know he's not doing a good job? No. (laughs) All right. But everybody around him knows. It's like, let me do history because I'm a history guy. Uh, when Hitler was losing the war in 1944-45, everybody knew, except the fanatical Nazis, it was over. The Russians are coming at this way. The Allies are coming the other way. 
German armies losing all the battles. But if you listen to the radio and TV broadcasts in Berlin, we're winning, we're winning. This is called propaganda. And that's what this, you know, we are the United States of propaganda now. That's what you get. All three cable networks, heavy dose of propaganda. Two left, one right. All three networks, they're not now looking for the truth. So the American people, unless you're paying attention, and if you're not paying attention by now, then you've got to be an idiot because people are getting hurt financially, which drives everything. Abortion here, Putin there, they don't matter. Those issues aren't going to matter. If people are hurt financially, they're going to vote against the incumbent party. That's it. It's always been that way. And it will always remain that way. Okay, that's the memo. Now, president's schedule. I'm sorry, I I don't mean to be disrespectful to President Biden, but he doesn't do anything. All right, he just sits there. One thing on a schedule, 415, Cinco de Mayo, little reception for Mrs. Obrador, the first lady of Mexico. That's it. Nothing else on his schedule. Now, people ask, does he have meetings? Yeah, he has meetings. Yeah, people go in. They give him intel. They give him this. They give him that. Stock market. Hey, Mr. President, stock market's down 1,200 points. You know, know, I don't know if there's a lot of bad news being delivered to the man. I don't know. I knew in the Trump administration because I saw it. I was there in the White House, not a lot, but often enough to see how it worked. And believe me, they weren't putting on a show for me. But I saw that Trump was engaged all day long. Biden's not engaged. Because why would he be? He's not the decision maker. Okay. Um, we'll have more on Cinco de Mayo. Interesting story that nobody knows about, by the way. Um, so uh, backing up the, uh, my assertion that Biden will not run again and can't run again because he's screwing up so bad, is a CNN poll, new poll. All right, 1,000 adults, political affiliation, Democrat 30, Republican 31, Independent 39. Now, you may have noticed that all of the polling agencies have stopped the big gap between Republican and Democrat. I'm taking credit for that, okay? Because if there's a wide gap, six, seven points, a bogus poll. This one's fairly even. First question, how would you rate the economic conditions in a country today? Good, 23. Poor, 77. Lights out. That's all. Good night. 23 good, poor, 77. Second question, do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden's handling the economy? 34% approve, disapprove, 66. So how can only 23% rate the economy good and 34% approve of the way that Biden is handling the economy? That's impossible, right? No, because Biden voters know the economy's bad, but they're not going to blame Joe because they voted for him. And you know people like that never admit a mistake, no matter what. I know you're, you're thinking, yeah, yeah, I know people like that. All right, next question. Do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden's handling his job? Approve 41, disapprove 49, and 50% say the economy is the most important issue facing the country. It's actually more than 50 percent, 
but CNN is CNN being what it is. I would say 60, 65 percent Americans, when you add inflation into the economy, that's where it is. Again, look, most Americans are good people. I believe that. I do. Even though 80 million Americans voted for Joe Biden, I believe the majority of people who voted for Joe Biden are good people. They're not bad people. They hated Trump. They voted against Trump. Well, now they're paying the price. We're all paying the price for a government that is absolutely unable to solve any problems. And just run down the list. You know the list. So we're all paying a price because they didn't like Trump. Trump did a good job managing the economy. Good job on inflation. Good job on COVID. His presentation wasn't the best. But if you look at the economic stats, they were good for four years. They were good. Okay, so that's a CNN poll. Now, the reason a stock market is, is up and down and in and out. And again, don't panic. Hold on. I have a two year time frame in the stock market right now. So I'm willing to just sit on losses for two years because I think by that time, I'll be in a much stronger position with the stocks that I hold and the mutual funds that I hold. Again, I only have 23% in that area because I'm a very conservative investor, okay? But I'm holding because if I sell now, I get my butt kicked and I'm never going to recover. And if you're a stock picker, that's impossible right now. You can't pick them. All right, good companies are getting battered. And so... If you can hang on, hang on. Two years, not a long time. Okay, so the Fed raises uh, rates 50 basis points, that's half a percent, to try to stop the galloping inflation. All right, so the tighter money is, the less money is out there, the odds are, I have to think about this because I want to be precise, when you make money harder to get. So now if you want a loan, you're going to pay 5% or 6%, not 2 or 3%. When you make money harder to get, okay, then the value of the money strengthens. The value of the dollar strengthens and the inflation comes down. But it's all about supply and demand. So now people who are going to buy a car or a house may not because of interest rates are higher. That is now going to lead to other economic hardships, maybe a recession. Maybe. Nobody knows. But Biden certainly doesn't know. And he caused it all by attacking the fossil fuel industry. That was the beginning of the end. Okay. That's the Biden story for today, and it is a grim tale. Abortion polling. Okay, so Americans really think about this issue. And, and, and for those of you who think that abortion is going to be the driver of the vote in November, not even close. This story will go away in mid-July. There'll be another hysteria when the Supreme Court uh, comes out and knocks out Roe v. Wade, which is the likely outcome. Okay, there'll be a little hysteria there after that, but then it'll subside. Because abortion is not going to be banned. You'll be able to get abortions. Okay. It's going to be tougher in Mississippi and Oklahoma and Louisiana, states like that. But in California, Illinois, Massachusetts, New York, anytime you want. Okay, so how do people 
processes. Marist poll, it found 71% of Americans say they would allow abortion only in the first trimester or if there's rape, incest, or catastrophic danger to the mother. I believe that's about right. You'll never get that from the progressive left. They think everybody's for partial birth abortion. That's what they're telling you. That's not true. Most Americans say, okay, we understand abortion's an emotional issue. We understand there are extenuating circumstances. So we'll allow it in the first trimester. But that's all. And that's important for everybody to understand. Now, my philosophy, and I hope you will respect it, is that America, being a noble and moral country, has an obligation to save as many unborn babies as it can. Okay? That's my philosophy. And I think every American should agree with me. The more unborn babies we save, the better for this country on a moral basis. So the baby is birthed, the mother can't handle it, it goes to adoption. There are millions of Americans who want to adopt babies now. Millions. Okay? That's the best outcome. Save as many as possible. If we could all just agree on that, then we could deal with the other situations without hatred. Okay? All right. I want you to know my philosophy. Now, Canada, cheap shot Canada, and this is Trudeau and his Minister of Families, Karina Gould, says, hey, if you want an abortion, come on up to here. We'll give you an abortion no matter what, anytime. Come on up to Canada. This is Trudeau, this little jerk. All right. No concern about unborn. None. You Americans, you come on up here. We'll get. But you better bring money. Because you had to pay in advance, in advance, to get an abortion in Canada. Okay? You gotta pay all expenses for it and for the procedure itself. But that was a cheap shot, Justin, you little nerd. I hate to name call, but that guy, as bad as Biden is, I wouldn't trade Biden for Justin Trudeau. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Okay, so I'm not going to get into the abortion debate. I'm just going to just review fast that the likely outcome of Roe v. Wade going down is constitutionally based. So the three drivers of the Constitution I'm putting on my history teacher hat here. I hope you'll 
won't be bored by it. The three guys who basically forged how we all live now, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, and Benjamin Franklin. Franklin was the wise old sage that Jefferson and Madison bounced stuff off. It wasn't George Washington, wasn't John Adams, it was those three, all right? They basically wanted a country where the states, there were 13, remember, when we broke away from England, they had the power to regulate social situations, and abortion is a social situation, okay? The states would have the power. Therefore, slavery was permitted in the southern states, but in the north, those states banned it, most of them. Okay, that's the best example I can give you. And the federal government stepped aside. Said the states are responsible for that. What the federal government was empowered to do by Jefferson, Madison, and Franklin was to defend us from foreign nations that would harm us and regulate commerce, trade, business, overseas, and intrastate, and print a currency so that each state didn't have its own money. That's it. Business protection against foreigners who would attack us. That's all the founders wanted the federal government to do. And the states would do all the rest. So the 10th Amendment says, if it's not specifically in writing in the Constitution and an issue comes up, a la abortion, because abortion is not in the Constitution, the states handle it. It's in stone. So that's what the five conservative Supreme Court justices are going to rule. That Roe v. Wade goes out of the 10th Amendment, violates it. So we have to knock that out and let the states individually decide on abortion law within their boundaries. We all get that now? Because I can tell you this, very few corporate media types, cable network, understand that. They don't know what's going on. And they don't care. They're not smart enough to know. Now, how did we get to a central government that runs a lot of our lives? We got there because the left doesn't like the states. The progressives hate state jurisdictions. They want everything run out of Moscow or Beijing or Washington, D.C. You understand? The reason that the founders, again, Jefferson, Madison, Franklin, put in well-armed militia is imperative for democracy was because they wanted individual states to allow their citizens to have guns to protect themselves. Because at that point, the federal government couldn't fight off all the enemies. So they wanted the states to be able to do it if there was an insurrection, Native Americans attack, whatever it may be. You understand that there was a reasoning there. So these anti-gun nuts say, oh, no, they're knocking it out. You cannot violate the Second Amendment. It's there for a reason. The founders empowered people to defend themselves. See, I mean, I feel like I'm back in high school teaching. And I hope you don't think I'm being supercilious word of the day. That's arrogant. I'm not. But when I watch these cable news hosts and these network people in the morning, and, and they don't know 
anything. Nothing about history, nothing about the Constitution. This is blah, 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 blah. If I debated Chuck Schumer on the Constitution, how long do you think Chucky Boy would last? How long? I'd knock him out in the first round. I didn't have to be rude. I wouldn't have to raise my voice. I'd just go boom, 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 boom. Chucky couldn't answer any of it because he doesn't understand it. And he doesn't want to understand it. That's the key. The progressives don't want this Constitution. It, it's keeping them from imposing socialism and draconian behavioral concepts. The states keep them from imposing that. Okay. And now that segment that I just did is one of the most important segments you will ever hear. And I want to get that out on Facebook. I don't even know how that happens, but I'm telling my people now, get that out on Facebook. Everybody's got to hear that. Supreme Court rules 9-0. That means all of them came together to scold the city of Boston. Embarrass the city of Boston. So Gregory Rooney, commissioner of Boston's property management, refused to let the camp constitution raise a flag on city property because the camp constitution is a Christian camp. So Gregory denied their flag. There it is. But he let the Chinese Progressive Association, Juneteenth, Gay Pride, Transgender Rights, all of them could have the flag, but not the Christians. <laughs> I mean, really? Okay, Gregory, you want to be an atheist? Fine. You want to hate Christianity? Okay, but don't impose it. So the Supreme Court, 9 nothing, said, Gregory, city of Boston, can't do that. Unconstitutional. Get that flag up. That was one of the best stories. Yeah, you hear that anywhere else? You hear that on any cable show, any network show? No. Okay. Now, one of the things, one of the reasons that we are uh, a country that is heading toward anarchy is because the cultural climate here is permissive. It's left wing. It's anything goes. What you want. It's narcissistic. Whatever you want is fine. If it hurts other people, don't worry about it. If you want it, it's good. That culture is driven by television because that's where most Americans get their entertainment from television. The late night television hosts, all three of them, are left wing. And so late night television has collapsed. Now, the worst of the worst is Stephen Colbert on CBS. He is an ardent leftist. He says to everybody, I'm, I'm a, a, a devout Catholic, practicing Catholic, but he is a abortion, ah, uh, can't get enough. Can't get enough. Here's what he said the other night, go. Alito writes, we hold that Rowan Casey must be overruled. A right to abortion is not deeply rooted in the nation's history and traditions. On the contrary, an unbroken tradition of prohibiting abortion on pain of criminal punishment persisted from the earliest days of the common law because nothing says looking toward the future like adhering to the earliest days of common law. That's why I believe that life begins at white land-owning male and why horses who read should be arrested for witch mischief. All right, so he's a nut. He's a loon. 
All right, Colbert always has been. You know, he came up under the John Stewart uh, banner. So CBS gives him this show. Now, under Letterman, who was there before Colbert, Letterman averaged in April 2015 3.8 million viewers. No, it wasn't that long ago. Okay? This April 2022, Colbert had 2 million viewers. So Colbert has lost 50% about of Letterman's audience. And the others are worse. Jimmy Kimmel, ABC, as liberal as Colbert, but not quite as obnoxious. Okay? He only averaged in April 1.3 million viewers. Jimmy Fallon, 1.1 million viewers. Now, when I was doing the factor on the two runs that we had, we did between 5 and 7 million viewers a day. Just remember that. So when you hear, oh, we by far had the biggest audience in cable news history. Nobody was even close. All right? 5 to 7 million people. Johnny Carson, at his height, did 9 million viewers a night. But now, these people late night, no one watches them. However, what they say, what I just showed you, goes out on the Internet, goes out to all the left-wing sites, and the kids, the younger people, see it. And they think that this is the majority opinion, that Stephen Colbert is reflecting what the majority of Americans believe, and he isn't. He's not even close. The reason that Colbert and the others can't get anybody to watch him is because conservative traditional viewers know that they don't want to hear this garbage. They want to be entertained. Now, all three of these men, Colbert not so much, but Kimmel and Fallon are talented, I think, but they've lost it. And Fallon doesn't do a lot of politics. He's more interested in music and goofing around. But they're all in that club. But 50% of Americans wouldn't even sample them anymore. Now, Letterman was a liberal guy, but Letterman hit both sides. Leno, he was agnostic. He was a liberal guy in person, but he didn't impose it. And Carson was a liberal guy in person, but didn't impose it either. And they were much funnier, the three of them, than what they have now. Now, the final question is, you would ask, why does ABC, NBC, and CBS put up with it? Because of ideology. The people who run those corporations, are like, they love Colbert. They can't get enough of that left-wing stuff. Look at Disney, who owns ABC. Look at, they've ruined their brand. They're losing billions of dollars by attacking the family in Florida. Now, the Disney guy is going to get his head cut off, the CEO. There's no doubt it will. But are they going to change course? I don't think so. Putin. All right, so Putin says, uh, hey, I'm going to have a simulated nuclear missile strike. And we're going to have our our units uh, in Kaliningrad, which is on the border of the NATO countries. And we're going to threaten electronic launches of nuclear-capable Iskander mobile ballistic missile system. <laughs> Say that five times. So this is Putin. Okay, he's trying to scare everybody. All right. I know a lot of people are scared. Killing the killers. I describe the weapons the United States has right now. Putin knows we have those weapons. Putin does not have them. China does not have them. North Korea does not have them. They're space weapons. Trump is responsible for that. But Trump, I don't even think, knows he's responsible for it. Guys, I've never heard him talk about it. 
The Trump administration invested so much money in weapons and the technology is so advanced in the United States that we can obliterate anyone in a half an hour. We can wipe Putin off the face of the earth in 10 minutes with our space weaponry. Okay, Putin knows this. So while he's blustering and all of that, he knows he does anything. If the United States wanted to, bang, he's done. All right. And anybody around him is done. I describe in Killing the Killers what the weaponry is because it's been used on the jihadists. Soleimani was wiped off the face of the earth in less than two seconds. I'll just give you one. Our drones 50 miles up in space can read the name on a golf ball, Titleist, from 50 miles away. That's the kind of detail you get in Killing the Killers. It's rocketing. We've sold almost 100,000 copies in 48 hours. Thank you all. I hope you'll consider it. You'll thank me. COVID is an uptick. A lot of people I know got it. Not less severe, but here are the famous people in the last two weeks have got COVID. Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State. Jonathan Carl, ABC News correspondent. Jimmy Kimmel. He's down. Okay. Vice President Harris, Colbert got it April 21st. Unfortunately, he's back. Now, I shouldn't say that. I don't wish him ill, but he got it. Eric Adams, mayor of New York, got it. Susan Collins, uh, Republican senator from Maine. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser got it. Attorney General Merrick Garland got it. Adam Schiff got it. I can hear some applause in the background there, but that's not nice. So my advice, be careful. My, here's my philosophy, and this is a little crazy. I don't let strangers breathe on me. <laughs> if I don't know you, you can't breathe on me. <laughs> so I swear, no, strangers can't breathe on me. They're getting peel back a little bit. So I hope you don't get it. This day in history, May 5th, 1862, Cinco de Mayo. All right, and we want everybody, all of our Mexican friends, to have a happy Cinco de Mayo. Uh, what is Cinco de Mayo? Come on, what is it? What is it? What is it? It was a military victory, Mexican army over the French. What were the French doing in Mexico? It was nutty Napoleon III. You can talk about it. So not the regular Napoleon. This is Napoleon III. So he thought that he would bring French troops into Mexico and exploit that country, maybe take it over. Well, the Mexican army wasn't the best either, kicked the French butt uh, on May 5th, 1862. And that's what Cinco de Mayo is. Did you know that? Okay, good mail segment and a final thought on Mon. Mother's Day coming up. I, and you're going to like this one, so hang tough. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call 
and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, let's go to the mail. We got Francis. I got and listened to your audio book of Killing the Killers in less than 24 hours. It's great. It's terrifying. It's angering. All right. Um, It is terrifying a little bit. I will say that. Charles, the NBC News commentator who disparaged the founding fathers as racist and misogynist, does not know history. Absolutely right. There was no democracy in the world in 18. In 1783, our founding fathers established a framework to advance human rights. That's right. But, you know, they knew that they couldn't ban slavery or the South would not come into the Union. And they didn't give women the right to vote. So that's a historical fact. Michael, Republicans will lose in November if they begin to play the abortion card as anti-abortion. Take the middle ground, support a reasonable pro-choice position. Douglas, there will always be a need for a limited number of abortions, but not an overwhelming number. Okay. Carrie Boyd, Chris, Dublin, Ohio. Bill, conservatives stand for personal freedom, and we want government out of our personal business. So why shouldn't that include a woman's right to choose? Because there is another body involved. It's not just the woman. There's another body inside the woman. What about the rights of the unborn? Do they have rights? That's the debate. Okay. Kay Cox, Rock Hill, South Carolina. Find it interesting that so many of the pro-abortion rights people are also completely against the death penalty for convicted criminals. Do they really believe the death of an innocent baby is perfectly fine, but not a criminal? They don't acknowledge it's a baby. All right? Okay. And that's why I did the science thing, because medical science, obviously, six weeks, you're going to have a human heartbeat. If it's a human heartbeat, it's got to be a human, right? It's a science. Hello? But the progressive left and the pro-abortion zealots will not acknowledge it's a baby, ever. No matter what you present to them, they won't. Jim Lundstrom, Medway, Maine. I would like to know where President Biden's getting all the money he's been spending. There's no way the middle class will not have a tax increase. Already has. We've already gotten a tax increase through inflation. It's 10%. Taken right out of our uh, wallets. That's what it is. That's the tax increase. Now, the government can spend unlimited amounts of money. Congress okays it. We don't have a balanced budget. It's not Biden. 
It's Congress. John Mahalik, Royce City, Texas. Uh, Receive Killing the Killers. I agree it's your best book yet, O'Reilly. If the Supreme Court leak is traced to a presiding Supreme Court judge, what should be done? That would be impeachment. If one of the nine justices leaked that out, that memo from Alito, that draft, they'd be impeached. That's how you get rid of a Supreme Court justice. You impeach them. But that's not what happened. It was a clerk who did it. Paulette Summerhalter, Emerson, New Jersey. Thank you, Bill, for explaining to your audience about the leak from the Supreme Court. Your explanation has put me at ease, and I'm sure others as well. That is what we are here for, Paulette. Now, Mom's Day is Sunday. If you didn't get Mom a gift yet, you know, the flower thing, you want to overpay for the flowers that die for two days, go ahead. This candy, that sugar is going to hurt Mom. Membership to BillOReilly.com. Instantly you get it. Instantly. And it will help Mom's life. Even if Mom doesn't know it, you will guide her. That's the best gift for Mom. Tony Bonomo, West Hazleton, Pennsylvania. I received Killing Killers, and let me tell you, it was excellent. I was so impressed with the book, I was able to finish it in one night. My question is, out of all the killing books, which one is your personal favorite? Don't have one. They're all like kids. You know, I can't have a favorite. Killing the Killers, best reporting I've ever done. Killing Jesus, hardest book to write. But this is the best reporting, Killing the Killers, that I've ever done in my career. All right. So uh, Father's Day, we got to look at, because we can't get you the mugs. Put the mugs on up there. Uh, Dad will love the mugs, uh, but we can't get them to you for Mom's Day because it's too close. But if you want to give Mom a late gift, we can get them to you. Um, And then the word of the day is do not be malevolent, M-A-L-E-V-O-L-E-N-T, malevolent, when writing to me. Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine, name in town, very important. For those of you listening on the radio, okay, name in town, name in town, name in town. But we would like to hear from you about anything you want. Love to get viewer mail. All right, so my final thought is mom, and I'll be back with it in a moment. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here is the final thought of the day. Happy Mother's Day to everybody on Sunday. I had a great mom. I told you that. I wrote about it in a bold, fresh piece of humanity, my autobiography. My autobiography. My biography. Okay? And it's a funny book. You would like it. But my mother was a saint. I know she's in heaven. I hope she doesn't see everything (laughs) down here. 
but I respected my mother and I did everything I could to make her final years comfortable, and that's what all children should do. Okay, so the image of American moms comes from television, as we were discussing um, previously. And I picked out three TV moms that I watched. Roll the tape. Men are not the only ones who work hard, Howard Cunningham. After I fix your breakfast in the morning, who do you think clears the table and washes the dishes and scrubs the floor in there and dusts and vacuums and, and does the laundry, irons your shirts and mends your socks and then chauffeurs Joni around and then does the shopping and then starts all over again so she can have dinner for you when you come home from hanging around the hardware store all day. Boo, Howard, boo! got a terrific idea. Let's go out to dinner, Mary. I'll get my coat. What, did you actually make breakfast? Well, sure. It's Mother's Day. What's the catch? <laughs> Not catch. Can't we just do something nice? I don't know. You never have. Here, happy Mother's Day. Oh, look at it. It's an ashtray with your picture at the bottom. Oh, it's a shame you quit smoking. You could grind your butt's head on his face. My famous mother by Theodore Cleaver. My famous mother ran away from home when she was 17 to be a dancer. She tried to get a job dancing as a chorus girl. That's a lady who dances in her bare feet. But she couldn't, so she got a job dancing in dives. Also beer parlor and joints. Dear, can you imagine what's going to happen when the other children go home and tell their parents that I was a chorus girl who danced in beer joints? Yep. I'm afraid this kills your chances for Mother of the Year. But, Warp, why would Beaver make up a thing like this? Because he loves you. Loves me? Sure. And he wants you to be the most glamorous, exciting mother in the whole world. Oh, leave it to Beaver. Barbara Billingsley, always dressed up. Always. Never any sweats. Gown. I used to say to my mother, Beaver's mother is always dressed up. <laughs> Marion Ross, happy days. I had Marion Ross on The Factor very early on. What a lovely woman. Funny. It was great. And then Roseanne, totally unique. I think Roseanne is a kind-hearted person. I do. She's made a lot of mistakes, paid a dreadful price for them. But anyway, um, when I was growing up, you know, I'm watching these moms and I would always give my mom a little jazz, you know, because um, my mom was not a good cook. Irish mothers, I, no. And I knew that because across the street, I was farmed out when my mother had to do something one night. And the lady that house I went to was uh, from Belgium, born in Belgium. She served the dinner. I said, I'm never leaving. Is this how you eat every night? Because we had boiled hot dogs and fish sticks. And, you know, my father was a better cook than my mother. My father would make breakfast on the weekends, you know, that kind of thing. But my mother was so kind. And that is the key. And, you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Moms have to be kind because kids are defenseless. Now, dads, you know, I don't think kind. I, I, I tried to be nice and all of that, but I was a dad, you know, and, and I'm out in the trenches. I'm fighting the fights. But moms, the kindness factor and, you know, 
in those sitcoms, those early sitcoms, Roseanne might be an exception, but the others, they were great. And that's America. And that's when entertainment really meant something. Not like today, when we have like the worst of the worst showcased. Today, if it would be for Cleaver's mom would have a tattoo on her neck. Anyway, have a happy Mother's Day, all you moms out there watching us. New column, Mother's Day at noon. And we will see you guys again on radio and television on Monday.